professionals who bring a think globally and act locally digital HR agenda to their work. Everyday people who are driving digital transformations in their organizations, data-driven and future-fit digital HR leaders. This is your host, Jay Polaki, and my guest today is the awesome Jennifer Benton. Jen, you've been in HR for over 20 years, and you lead the people function for a local Maryland uh, technology services company. How has this year been for you? I know you're spread out globally, so how has this year been for you and your function? It's uh, it's been crazy. <laughs> I think that's just the word uh, for everybody. It's it's been it's been very uh, very chaotic. Last year we started with, you know, a great agenda, um, you know, for for our workforce and strategy and everything basically stopped on a dime and we had to immediately pivot. Um, and it was everywhere. You know, usually when something happens, it's it's localized. Um, but this was this was everywhere, which I know we're all dealing with. So um, so yeah, it followed the HR function for sure. It's been a it's been a heavy year. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> and you know, given with everything that's changed for us, especially in our HR roles, uh, what role has technology played in your function? And you know, you work for a technology services company, so I'm sure there's a lot of technology out there that you're using. But in what way have you, you know, adopted new technology or have to, you know, kind of uh, reframe your <laughs> mindset around the technology that you possess and see it, you know, play out for your employees? Yeah, it's it's interesting um, because you know we were from an you know in our HR function we were already heavily moving towards technology. I think everybody is right. I mean the world that we're living in, uh, we were already evolving. You know from from you know all sides before the before the pandemic, and the pandemic sped up accelerated. You know the the need to adopt technology, including in the HR function, and we have to think differently about our workforce, then that's not going to end when we come out of COVID, right? So what we are, you know, how we're working is we're going to take some of this with us when we come out of it. There is no going back. I think everybody's in agreement. There's no going back to what it was, you know, prior to 2020. And so the workforce and how people work, how they behave, how they engage is going to look different, um, you know, and, and I think there'll be some elements we recognize. And we're going to have to, you know, embrace it and we're going to have to use technology to to think differently, to be more efficient in how we approach our work, how we measure and tell the story around things like employee engagement, um, you know, how we attract people. So, so there are so many elements that technology touches that have become more important to, to you know, that workforce strategy. So, you know, it's 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 a lot, but it's good stuff. I mean, like I said, I think it was it was evolving well before the pandemic. It sped it up and forced us to to take the profession in a direction where we were already headed, but at a much faster pace. Absolutely. And, you know, technology before the pandemic had a lot of naysayers in our departments, you know, people who really didn't want technology to be implemented. They didn't like the change. They thought their jobs were going to go away. Um, how have you used your social capital? You know, you're a great networker. You have 
teams spread out all over the globe. How have you used your organizational networks uh, to, you know, bring that innovation to your HR function and to scale it up as well? Yeah, I mean, the most important thing is has been just to expand those connections and expand the network. Um, you know, I say often that you can't be a, you know, great consultant to your business, you know, when you're in HR, unless you know what's going on and you know what's changing and you know what the new trends are and the new and the new findings are. Um, it, there's very it, there's very much a science, I think, to HR, just like, you know, many other things. And, um, you know, by expanding and, and doing a lot of reading and, and talking to other people, I've been able to understand, you know, the challenges that, that other organizations are seeing, what other people are encountering, and then bringing that back and say, okay, what can we use in our own strategy and our own approach to our workforce? Um, you know, and it's not the same, you know, from a global perspective, nothing looks exactly the same, but foundationally, we can find pockets where we can say, hey, you know, from a technology perspective, this will be great. And what we may have to change it a little to fit the mold of what we see in other pockets of the organization and other, um, you know, other areas of the globe, but, but it works and it, and it brings, it brings us together. So, so really the expansion of those connections and just talking to people and asking questions and being open to saying, I don't know, because there's a lot of things that I don't know and we don't know, right? So, like we just experienced on our Zoom call today. Yes, we did. <laughs> Technology is great until it doesn't work. <laughs> but then we can make it work. And, and it's the human behind the technology always that makes the technology work, right? It's, That's it's right. not the technology. The technology can't work by itself unless, I don't know, AI takes over, like in the Terminator movie, which I don't think is going to happen. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly it. That's exactly it. And, you know, and it's, and it's so important that human element, like you said, because, you know, it's not just about making the technology work in the sense of getting the camera to turn on, like, like, you know, I was dealing with, but it's, but it's about understanding what the technology brings you, the story it can help you tell, you know, the data it can provide and that there's more behind the numbers, um, you know, the trending the technology can do. So, so, in, and that, that requires the people element too, you know, because the technology can give us the information, but it's relying upon the people to help tell that story. Absolutely. So what advice do you have for our HR colleagues who are trying to adopt new technology or learn new technology, um, you know, in their function? There's so much about data analytics, people analytics out there, and there's so many new platforms that we are looking at. What's one piece of advice you have for our HR colleagues who want to adopt new technology? Yeah, I think the one piece of advice that I would give would be to just get comfortable with not always knowing the answer. I think that's easier said than done. You know, I think our, our human nature, we want to we want to know the answer. But when it comes to technology, it comes to technology adoption. You know, there are a lot of moving parts and there are a lot of people that need to help you know, make it work and, and build it and, you know, make it fit. So, so just get comfortable with not knowing all of the answers and, and using the people around you and the connections that you have. Using the people around you. That's key. Yes, exactly. And, and, you know, we are working from home, you are working from home, I am working from home, I just spoke to someone in the healthcare field who has to go into the office. So there's this hybrid kind of work environment that is coming uh, into play, right? Um, and most of us are going to have to adopt to this. Um, what advice do you have for our HR colleagues um, to prepare for this increase in hybrid work, increase in remote work in the future? 
I know we are going to work from home for the rest of at least this first quarter. So how do you think we can help our employees through this? Yeah, you know, I think it goes back again to just, you know, just spending some time doing some reading and, and researching some of the new trends that are out there and starting to think ahead about the possibilities in our own organizations. You know, again, we don't know 100%, even, you know, that, I mean, I think that was our, <laughs> that was the story last year is we didn't know what was coming down the pike. There's a lot of theory and a lot of conversation about what we think is coming but we won't know with a lot of this until we get there. Um, so, so just, you know, getting in there, talking to people, reading, looking at what the trends may be and thinking about how it applies to our own organizations. You know, every organization has a different culture. Every organization, you know, has things that, that work or don't work just because a hybrid works in one organization doesn't mean it's going to work in another, but you know, what does that mean from a competitive advantage perspective? Because, you know, we, you got to make it work for your organization, what's best, right? So that would be my advice. And that's, that's what I'm doing a lot. I like that approach because, you know, a lot of times, um, I remember at the beginning of the pandemic, we had these pandemic experts all over LinkedIn and all these social platforms. And I'm going, how are you an expert on this pandemic? You know, have you been through a pandemic? I mean, there there's some not learning that you could have gotten from a, you know, a, a situation which involved some kind of emergency action on your part, but we don't know anything about this pandemic. We don't know anything about this virus. <laughs> the entire right. world is, uh, you know, is in turmoil. So, so when we admit that we don't know and and that we want to, you know, collaborate and learn that connection and that learning from saying that out loud is so different from just saying, yeah, I know this and I can do this, right? It's absolutely right. essential right now that we recognize that. So thank you for yeah, that nugget. Absolutely. That that's really that resonates with how I think and how I work too. So thank you. Sure. And you know, we've all been through this uh, pandemic over the past ten months, and I know you, um, you know, work from home, and you kind of, you know, help outside of your um, the outside in the outside community as well, and you're involved with a lot of other uh, charitable work. So I wanted to showcase what you do outside of the community. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so um, one of the things I'm, I'm involved with the local organization, it's called the Blue Ribbon Project. Um, it is It supports the local foster care community in uh, a number of counties in Maryland. Um, so for things, for example, when a child is first brought into the foster care system, you know, they often come with not you know, not much, if anything. Um, and so we have a, a, one of our largest programs is called Backpacks of Love, where we provide backpacks that have emergency essentials for the first 48 hours. We work with the counties to provide those, the social service, um, you know, um, departments in the counties. It includes, everything's new, you know, two days worth of clothing, pajamas, toothbrush, socks, you, you think of it, it's all in those backpacks. Um, we also have uh, what's called Mirror's Closet, which is one to help foster families and child support advocates can come in and get extra things for the children that they need if they need more diapers. It's all free. 
Um, it's all donated by the community. Um, we do a lot of skills training for foster youth. So especially with older foster youth, things like putting together a resume, um, you know, could be something like cooking because they don't have that exposure to, to do that. Many of them are in group homes. So um, it's, it's a wonderful program. Um, you know, you can find them online for anybody who's interested in doing a little bit of research to understand what we do or, or reach out to me. Um, I also work with, uh, you know, Sarah's House, uh, which is a transitional um, program um, near Fort Meade, Maryland, um, once a month bringing meals um, and, and other things like that. So, so those are those are two that are, are near and dear to my heart um, and that I work with the most. Yeah, specific to the HR community, I um, I'm very passionate about mentoring others who are in our field, um, specifically those who are considering coming into our field, you know, coming out of college or new to the new to the field of HR. Um, I have been doing this for a long time. And, you know, I, I didn't know what I didn't know when I was coming in. And I think HR is especially right now is, is just in this transformation. And there's so much more than I think the perception of HR is out there, especially for, for, for some. Um, and so I love the opportunity to, to meet with, with new professionals and spend time with them and talk about my own experience. Um, I'm actually also furthering my own education so that I can, you know, do this more formally and actually teach, um, you know, at a university level. So I'm continuing to work on my own education and certifications to be able to do that. That's, I think that's the next leg of my career as I continue and I'm really ex excited. Well, more power to you and I wish you all the best in that. <laughs> Thank <laughs> so that you. Thank you. So that brings us to the question connection section of today's uh, conversation. Are you ready? I think so. <laughs> Who is one person you think we should all know about in HR technology that you've connected with in the past year? You know, this was actually a hard question because I think there are so many people out there that are 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 out there talking about what they're experiencing. And so it was really hard for me actually to pick one or two people. Um, I think I go back to is just, I think what I've been working on is connecting with people I've never talked to before or reaching out to somebody. You know, if I if I do some reading or I see something on LinkedIn, you know, I respond and I try to connect with that person and ask them about their experiences. Um, so I wish I could give you one person, but I thought really hard and I was like, you know what, this is that's a really hard one because there are so many people with some great ideas out there right now. Well, if you can think uh, of a couple of them, just send me their LinkedIn uh, you know, links and I'll add them to the show notes. I will. Thank you. <laughs> What's your favorite HR podcast? Uh, I would have to say it is the the HR Happy Hour. I know that's one that has been out there for a while, um, but I really enjoy that one. I, I enjoy the variety of content and conversation. So that is definitely one um, that I would recommend if, if you haven't heard it. I have. It's it's awesome. Yes. So what's your favorite LinkedIn learning or e-learning webinar related to HR tech that you would recommend to our audience? Yeah, right now I've been doing a lot in the um, the trends for 2021. Sherm has some some great stuff out there. There's one specific that's coming up um, that I'm interested in. They did one not too long ago um, in regards to upcoming trends and what they believe is going to be happening in the workforce in, in 2021. Um, so I would, again, definitely recommend watching those, listening to that content, I think it's really important for what we're dealing with right now, what to expect. 
And we'll, I'll link those in the show notes once I get the links from you. Absolutely. Um, so given the upheaval of all things work and life in 2020, what's one workplace trend that you think is here to stay? Other than the Zoom shirt. <laughs> I was going to say the way we dress up. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I think it's it's the hybrid, which you had mentioned earlier. I think the hybrid type workforce is going to be here to stay. I think if we had only been dealing with the you know work from home for maybe a couple weeks, you know, last year, I think we would have moved back into the office the way we were. But by the time we come out of this, and I don't think there's a guarantee even for most of this year based upon what I'm reading, um, you know, we're, we've been in through this for more than a year, maybe two years. And so I think it's going to be hard. I know everybody wants to get back and I do too, to see people, but I think there's also people have found a different balance being able to work from home. So I do see that as something that's going to stay with us. Absolutely. So thank you for everything that you do in the community and for the HR community. Um, I greatly appreciate you making the time today to be with me on HR Bytes. And I look forward to collaborating with you on all your future endeavors and helping you out with anything you need. So thank you again. And if our audience would like to connect with you, uh, is LinkedIn the best way to connect with you or is there another medium? LinkedIn is the best. Yep, absolutely. Thank you. Awesome. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I look forward to bringing you more global stories, HR tech, of course, and I take care.